0: Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed to lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 630 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down a half cent at $6 and a half. March soybeans down five and a quarter at 1381 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat is down four and a quarter cents at 766. March Kansas city wheat down three and three quarters at 788. March spring wheat is up one and a quarter at 929 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like these videos, leave me a comment uh, that will help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is W www.standardgrain.com click on grain marketing plan in the upper right hand corner check out my subscription service guys I send out a ton of information to my subscribers uh, every single business day you get my morning email uh, which includes all my grain marketing recommendations every overnight headline you need to be aware of uh, weather information you'll also get my subscriber only videos there's a new one that goes out every single day I sent one out yesterday regarding the 2022 corn and soybean situation and when it comes to marketing these crops marketing the 22 corn corn crop, marketing the 22 soybean crop, I talked about the risks associated with higher inputs and all of that stuff, really kind of laid out uh, what my game plan is in regard to these crops. So if you're interested in some real grain marketing, uh, specific type information, uh, give that subscription deal a shot, guys. We do have uh, some USDA reports today, and there are a whole bunch of them. They'll be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. We've got crop production, WASDE, quarterly grain stocks, and winter wheat seedings all wrapped into one deal. This report is historically associated with some significant volatility in the markets. Uh, In the last two years, we saw big upward moves across the grain complex. There have been other years where you saw big sell-offs. Some years, you don't see a lot of volatility, but I would say in in a lot of instances, you do see volatility here. I'm sure you guys have all seen the pre-report estimates by now. Generally speaking, in regard to corn and soybeans, I think if you're going to see a a big market moving uh, type deal, it'll probably it'll probably have something to do with last year's U.S. corn and soybean crops. Some sort of revision, either up or down to the size of last year's U.S. corn crop, last year's uh, U.S. bean crop, either in acreage or in yield or in uh, both. Uh, That's what I believe would cause the surprise. I actually don't think the South American numbers are are that big of a deal here. I think the trade is very much of the opinion that USDA will kind of slow play this issue with South America. Uh, They'll probably cut their estimates for Brazil and Argentina. I just don't know if that's going to be the market mover here today. In regard to wheat, uh, you have these winter wheat acreage numbers, and there's potential for a surprise there as well. I mean, if the trade misses these numbers by any material amount, you could certainly see that, um, Resultants of volatility in the markets. So lots of news out at 11 a.m. Central Time today, guys, be prepared for some volatility. Brazil had its crop report out yesterday, and as expected, they did reduce their estimates for Uh, the country's soybean crop and also for the corn crop Uh, modest cut to the soybean crop 140.5 million metric tons down from 142.8 last month USDA is at 144 that's a modest cut that's still a number that's uh, well above a lot of the private estimates that we've seen the total corn crop both seasons combined uh, pegged at 112.9 down from 117.2 last month I think almost all of that cut was to the first corn crop that second crop of course uh, not even planted yet CONAB citing drier weather, which has impacted crops in the southern part of the country specifically. And again, we'll see USDA's take on the situation here later today. We've got some issues regarding water levels in Argentina at a key port uh, near Rosario, which is their big uh, grain export port, uh, water levels plunging. Um, here in recent weeks as a result of dry weather. That river carries nearly 80% of Argentina's farm exports. Um, January is kind of a slow month because they haven't harvested corn or soybeans, so I guess if there was a a good time for this to happen, it would be now, but certainly not a positive situation. Now, in regard to Argentina and rainfall, they're going to see a return to kind of a wetter pattern here after uh, a very long stretch of dry weather. It looks like most of Argentina's corn and soybean uh, areas will see at least an inch and a half, two inches of rain uh, beginning Monday next week. Uh, between now and then, you're going to see hot and dry, but beginning about Monday next week, according to the forecasts here this morning, you're going to see some serious relief in Argentina, which is much needed. This is a little bit of a shift versus what we saw earlier this week. Earlier this week, we saw that rains would return in these like northern corn and soybean areas, but now they're calling for rains here in these southern corn and soybean areas as well. So maybe a little bit of a shift in the uh, forecast. Uh, here over the last day or two USDA did report a flash sale of corn to Mexico yesterday, another small sale here, 100,000 metric tons. That's like 4 million bushels uh, for the current marketing year. We've seen a lot of these smaller flash sales recently, but we haven't seen anything real significant uh, in regard to flash sales of anything really uh, for a long time. The last time we saw a flash sale of corn or soybeans above 300,000 metric tons occurred on December 8th, more than a month ago, when Mexico bought a total of 1.8 million metric tons of uh, U.S. corn in two separate flash sales, one for this year, one for next year. So uh, not a whole lot really in terms of uh, big export sales here from USDA. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says that he plans to normalize central bank policy. He spoke during a hearing for his renomination yesterday he was asked some questions he said this as we move through this year if things develop as expected we will be normalizing policy meaning we're going to end our asset purchases in march meaning we'll be raising rates over the course of the year at some point perhaps later this year we will start to allow the balance sheet to run off and that's just the road to normalizing policy um, keep in mind guys this is all just talk for right now the fed is still buying assets every month actively they haven't raised rates yet so they're this is a lot of of big talk. Are they actually able to follow through with this? Uh, That remains to be seen, but we will find out soon enough. Uh, The cattle market finished yesterday. Uh, higher. We had some some gains in the live cattle, gains in the feeder cattle. There was some cash cattle yesterday, which was actually off a little bit from last week, uh, 137 ballpark. and I think USDA's reported trade anywhere from 134 to 138. So We'll see what develops here today. And the outside market's uh, fairly quiet. The dollar is about flat. The S&P's up seven. The Dow's up 50 points. Bonds are flat. Precious metals about flat. Crude oil is up 30 cents at 80.97, uh, back above $80 in that WTI crude. Uh, everybody have a nice day. Remember, report, today at 11 a.m. Central. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.